0: Hello everyone, thank you for joining us once again for the Football Betting Podcast sponsored by Quiff. I'm your host Tom Pipkin, joined by my co-host Tom Walker. It's the 20th of December, we've got five days until Christmas Day. One weekend of football action left, one podcast left before we break for a couple of weeks for Christmas. But there's lots to get stuck into this week. Tom, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, doing well, mate. Uh, got a bone to pick with Bolton Wanderers at the mm. moment. Uh, we'll get on to that uh, later on in the show. But yeah, happy to be here preaching the weekend tips to the profit chasers and uh, looking to cement some uh, money for the weekend.
0: Yeah, so let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors at Quiff before we go into anything. All the odds are going to read out on the show today. are going to be taken from quiff.com and Quiff is the only sportsbook where you can get supercharged so any single bet or accumulator bet that you put on with quiff always has the random potential to be supercharged which means the odds get made much bigger really so if you bet on for example west ham to beat manu this weekend at 2.38 that could get quiffed to something much bigger 4.38 10.38 2.58 you know you never know uh same for accumulators as well so you can accumulators could become even bigger in terms of the payout and well worth checking out quiff and with the podcast you can get a bet 10 receive a 30 pound surprise bet uh free bet opening offer so please do gamble responsibly check out quiff.com and if you want to take advantage of the offer and help support the pod there's a link in the podcast show notes and on our social media accounts um but yeah let's crack straight on shall we really because there's lots of Christmas football to get involved in and we were saying before we started there's a few games on Friday mainly in the EFL um, it's kind of a weird spacing of the games there's a lot on the 22nd in the EFL and then a bunch on Saturday the, the 23rd um, but we're diving with the Premier League and it get kickstart kicks off on Friday night Aston Villa At home to Sheffield United, 1.18 the price for Villa. So as you'd expect on that long, long winning run in the Premier League at home, which is, what, 15 consecutive games, I think, now, Um, having beaten Man City at home and Arsenal at home in the last two Premier League home games. To think they might now lose to Sheffield United, I I can't see it personally, can you?
1: No. Uh, Obviously, uh, Tom, the weekend actually starts on Thursday with... Palace and Brighton. Luckily, I don't have any tips for that, but I just wanted to flag that with you. But yeah, uh, Villa can really kind of lay down a marker here and there's absolutely no way uh, Sheffield United are going to stand in their way. There's, uh, I've looked at all kinds of markets to try and get with Villa and get some kind of uh, value, but it just isn't there.
0: Okay, well, we'll go into Saturday then. We've got plenty of games on Saturday in the Premier League. The mm-hmm. 12.31, West Ham at home to Man U. Anything you fancy here? Because Man U seem to be lurching from OK result to terrible result to OK result because they got a very creditable 0-0 away at Anfield last weekend in a pretty drab game. But um, yeah, yeah, I I just don't know what to expect from them one week to the next.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I would focus on the negative rather than the positive. Uh, I still think this is a team in horrendous form with no real guidance uh let's not forget they've actually scored uh in just one of their last five matches so they drew a blank against Newcastle scored two against Chelsea a blank against Bournemouth a blank against Bayern Munich and no goals against Liverpool so decent opposition there no disrespect to Bournemouth you'd expect them to to get a goal there but the rest of them and nothing to show for it so yeah I'm not ready to uh kind of be in bed with man united and also on the flip side west ham had just lost 5-1 in the carabao cup to liverpool i'm also not ready to go against uh west ham either especially at home uh, i think there is some value here in west ham at 2.6 i think it's quite a harsh um quite tight price and i think that's because of Man new shortcomings but i i think we can get with uh get with west ham here
0: okay yep um I want to look at Luton against Newcastle, which is one of the three o'clock games. Um, I I do think Luton have been very kind of plucky and unlucky losers in their home games at Cannonworth Road so far, by and large, when they've played top teams. Um, if I just run through a few results at home, they lost to Man City 2-1, lost to Arsenal 4-3, that late, late goal there. Uh, drew Liverpool 1-0, again, a late goal for Liverpool there. And lost 1-0 to Tottenham. Um, So they played four kind of big sides, you'd say, at home. Lost by a single goal in three of them. Drew one. They've been in the game in pretty much all of them. And have been unlucky, really, to get the the number of points that they have. They they could really have more points. What I'm getting at is the fact that Newcastle aren't in exactly great form right now. uh, Just went out of the cup in midweek to Chelsea on penalties. Um, And prior to that, beat Fulham at the weekend, aided by Jimenez red card in the first half, and then lost the three games before that. So Newcastle aren't in a particularly good place. This will be a tough place to go, as has been proven by Liverpool struggling, Arsenal struggling, Man City struggling. I think Luton plus two on the handicap, which is priced at one6 so that means Luton, if they lose by uh, one goal, as they have done in all their other games, this bet would still win. Mm. Uh, so it's banking on Luton not to be battered by Newcastle, basically, uh, losing by two or more goals. So I can certainly see that based on historicals this season.
1: Yeah, uh, Tom Lockyer is obviously going to be a really big miss. Um for Luton he's the captain he's a threat from set pieces he is a great hand at defending set pieces of course as well and just general leadership and uh he 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 has had a very solid season he's obviously going to be missing which I think does kind of put a big question mark over Luton kind of on the nose or double chance or anything so I really like where you're coming from with that angle thank you sir um, let's talk about our club, Forest against
0: Bournemouth. It's never dull at the City Ground, and as of today, we're, we're recording on Wednesday. Um, we've seen that Nuno Espirito Santo has been named the new Nottingham Forest manager after Steve Cooper got sacked yesterday. So, um, yeah, how are you feeling about Nuno taking charge of Forest? And do you expect him to get off on the right on the right note this weekend at two point five five?
1: Uh, First question, how do I feel about Nuno? I feel like it's a step backwards. Um, I think the next job for Nuno and the next job for Steve Cooper, Cooper will get a better job. Uh, I think Cooper will have a better career when we're looking back on it. Um, I know it's not great right now in terms of form, and there's a lot of articles and podcasts on The Athletic about you know the fact that relationships have broken down behind the scenes and everything but for me the matter of the fact is that the players are playing for the manager and they just weren't getting it right at the time I think it's a massive downgrade to go to Nuno and a huge gamble and I think Bournemouth will uh, come to the city ground and win pretty comfortably I'm not saying it was going to be four or five nil of course Forest will go out there and And I'm sure players like Ibrahim Sangari and uh, Dominguez will magically come back in the fold and all of a sudden start playing at the level they were purchased to play at. Uh, But make no mistake about it, Bournemouth have won four of their last five, uh, the other one being uh, a creditable draw uh, at home to Aston Villa. Uh, They beat Forest at the city ground last season, 3-2. Uh, I don't see Forrest scoring enough goals to win a football match because they're definitely going to concede and I don't see them scoring a, a single goal. I am very down on Forrest <laughs> at the moment and for me, Bournemouth 2.55, one of the prices of the weekend in the uh, Premier League in the NFL. Yeah, I can tell you're very down on Forrest at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a That's terrible decision and I think they're going to get absolutely battered
0: so that going, in terms it. of
1: like possession, like but if you want to elaborate on it just for 10 seconds, like this is all down to recruitment. So Bournemouth recruitment is joined up. Uh they've got a manager in to play a certain way, all the players brought in a player to match a system, and Forest have had six to seven different people sign players in two years it's a complete mess of a squad. And you're going to see that Bournemouth are a lot further along in their development than Forrest are. Uh, that's just a matter of fact. And I think Bournemouth will be super comfortable. They'll have a lot of the ball. And Forest will put pressure on once they go a goal down or so because they're at home and that's kind of how football goes. But make no mistake, Bournemouth won't be troubled.
0: 2.55. Okay. Uh, anything in Spurs against Everton for you?
1: I mean, Everton are tempting, aren't they?
0: Mm. For they me, are. there's there's uh, much worse. Three point four shots out there, to be honest.
1: It's it's very tempting. Uh, they've won four uh, Premier League away games um, in a row, keeping clean sheets in three of them. And yeah, you know, Tottenham, I know, have won their last two um, against Newcastle and a win away at Forest. But, you know, I just think that they're not quite the level that they were at the start of the season. I think we can definitely have a look at Everton in some kind of market. Uh, yeah, they're really nicely priced on the nose if you wanted to go for that. Um, even if you wanted to to play with a little bit of double chance, Everton evens to avoid defeat. I could see that they're going to go there with a lot of confidence and... and uh, Obviously, they've got a great defensive record at the moment that's uh, propping them up, which is great. I'm just not sure, Tom, if I'm ready to to trust Tottenham to, to go and get the win at one uh, seven five. No,
0: nope, I completely agree. Don't trust them on the nose at uh, that price. Not all. Uh, a team I do trust more is the other three o'clock kickoff, Fulham at home to Burnley, 1.61 for Fulham. So not exactly the biggest price. But when you're at home to Burnley and you've got the recent home record that Fulham have got, you can see why um, playing very well at Craven Cottage uh, in the Premier League, having scored 13 goals in the last three home games, uh, beating Wolves 3-2, Forest 5-0 and West Ham 5-0 as well. So, you know, if you're knocking off Forest, are, Forest are pretty poor at the moment, as we all know, but if, if you're knocking off West Ham 5-0 and putting three past Wolves uh, all in the last kind of three weeks, I think if Burnley come to town and the form that they're in, the away record that they've got, which is obviously poor considering that they're that they're 19th in the league, I think Fulham should get a fairly comfortable victory here. Yeah, I like Fulham. Should probably say that Jimenez is suspended for this game, but I, I I, honestly,
1: that. I know it's a, a really good uh, story that he's back and he does make them better, but I don't think he's as no. good as everyone's making out. To be honest no. with you
0: uh liverpool arsenal at 5 30 on saturday anything for you in this biggie
1: arsenal arsenal for me um i think liverpool are, are kind of getting some variants at the moment um for me lots of free kicks long ranges a couple of pens i think what we saw against um man united was liverpool the whole country watching and anticipating uh, an opportunity to go out there and and really stake a claim and be like, no, no, we are for sure in this title race. And of course they are, but it's all about kind of, you know, what I saw on Sunday was a team just basically a lack of ideas. Alexander Arnold just blindly whipping it in the box. Nunes more interested in pushing people over. Salah completely kind of one-dimensional And for me, I look at an Arsenal side who, yeah, away from home, haven't been as immaculate as you would like. Uh, They do have the joint second um, best record in the league. Uh, Just recently, they've they've stumbled ever so slightly. I'd call it limping rather than completely falling over. But I see a team here with a lot of heart, a lot of desire, and the real deal, Kai Havertz in the goals, Saka, one of the best players in the league. Odegaard back, sparkling in form. 2.8 for me. I back Arsenal to go there and get the win.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, Sunday, Wolves-Chelsea is the only game Sunday, of course, being Christmas Eve. Uh, first game on Christmas Eve for a while, this, isn't it? So Yeah. I'm sure yeah. Get, get plenty of eyes on it, I'm sure. Very but
1: fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah,
0: from a, from a betting perspective, the only thing that I... I can kind of look at and think initially that it's the one I'm drawn to is both teams to score, but it's, but it's short at 1.66. Um, Wolves have had eight of the last 10, both teams to score and Chelsea have had six of the last eight, both teams to score. Neither of these sides particularly like scoring first either. Just looking at the stats, um, Wolves have conceded first in eight of the last nine games. Chelsea have conceded first in six of the last eight games. So Yeah, I'm not quite sure where this is going to go, to be honest, result-wise.
1: I know Chelsea have got a lot of players that are better than, you know, where they are in the league. But let's, you know, let's not get away from this. This is a mid-table clash. Mm. I don't think we need to be um, treating Chelsea like they are this top four juggernaut, which I think we all subconsciously do. It's all about kind of retrain in your mind and this is a, a mid-table game and this is uh, a team with a decent home record nothing great overall in the season but recently it's been a lot stronger and we've got a, a, a team here in Chelsea uh, who have got 10 points in eight games they've got a worst away record in Crystal Palace than West Ham than Everton and obviously a lot of the top sides Man United as well like yeah, I'm all over Wolves here at 3.6 and I have no idea why we wouldn't be.
0: OK, well, you know what? From the Premier League this weekend, there's quite a lot of potential big prices that you could get, aren't there? You know, we spoke about, uh, you know, maybe Bournemouth, if you want to class them as a, as a bigger price, away at Forest, Everton, away at, away at Spurs, Arsenal, away at Liverpool, Wolves at home to Chelsea. You know, you could be, they're all above evens, well above evens. Yeah. Um, yes.
1: Yeah, not, I don't think there's much like accumulator potential here, but singles and doubles for sure.
0: Yeah. Let's move into the championship then. Uh, a couple of games on Friday night, partic- none particularly take my
1: interest. Um, yeah. Don't know if they do you. No, uh happy to move in Saturday and I'll get started off with Watford. Watford are a team I've got my eye on. They've jumped up to ninth. And I say jumped up to a a lot of Premier League fans will will be like, well, Watford jumped up to ninth. That doesn't sound good. But Watford were down in like 18th a couple of weeks ago. uh, And they've really managed to turn it around. They are a very impressive team that I'm really excited about. Their last four results have kind of got me uh, very interested in them. Well, last five, sorry. Uh, Beat Norwich, beat Holloway. Drew Southampton and narrowly lost to Ipswich and then recently coming off a 5-1 win against Preston. And then we got a Blackburn side. They're just absolute Jekyll and Hyde, aren't they? Do you remember when they didn't draw for the longest time? Yeah, yeah. yeah, They're doing it again. Uh, One draw this season, 10 wins, 11 losses. So in terms of the loss column, that's three more than Huddersfield who are in 21st it's 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 absolutely all or nothing um and I, I think watford are in the groove at the moment and i'm really excited about them. they're 3.2 it's just a a little outsider and i think basically we're getting ahead of it's easy looking down the docket and picking someone who's won six in a row to win again this is kind of getting ahead of that i think that kind of yeah. run of form is is around the corner so yeah I'm, I'm back in watford here
0: yeah no i like that pick absolutely Um, I don't know I want to say this and it's not with a hell of a lot of confidence to be honest but if we're going to have a week at the moment where we back Birmingham City it could potentially be this week Um, they're 2.8 and they're away at Plymouth Argyle and this is absolutely not going off how good Birmingham are because they're not very good at the moment at all but the angle is potentially taking advantage of Plymouth losing their manager, Stephen Schumacher, to Stoke, um, which happened, I believe, yesterday on Tuesday. So that's going to throw out the blue, completely out the blue. Even Schumacher himself said that he was very happy at Plymouth a few months ago. um, And why would he want to leave? Um, But yeah, he's been turned by the old Bet365 money uh, at Stoke and yeah, leaving Plymouth kind of in the lurch uh, ahead of this game. So my thinking is potentially unexpected. Everything thrown into disarray at Plymouth. I appreciate they are generally quite good at home, uh, much better at home than away. But if the signs from Birmingham losing three-two on Monday night to Leicester, you know, scoring two against Leicester is is a good achievement, and then beating Cardiff away the game before that, if there are signs, they are potentially on the turn. Uh, they could take advantage of the, the disarray at Plymouth this weekend.
1: Okay, Um going to be really quick on this one. Leicester to beat Rotherham, Leicester a 1.11. Flipping heck. Move on.
0: That has got to be the shortest prize championship team I feel like I've ever seen. Move on.
1: I, I honestly, I as I don't know what else to say. <laughs> to wow. be honest with you. Wow. Um. But they'll win, they'll win. I'm sure they will. Yeah, Yeah. they'll batter him. So,
0: Uh, I guess the the standout fixture in the Championship this weekend is a Saturday 12.30 when it's Leeds against Ipswich um, at Ellen Road. And, you know, Ipswich, the form they're on, how good they are. They they could be a big outsider here at 3.5. I think the safer bet is both teams to score short, as you'd expect, at 1.53. But we know how many goals both of these sides do score. Leeds, in particular, games at Ellen Road. Uh, They haven't kept a clean sheet for uh, six consecutive games. All six have been both teams to score. So, yeah, I I could just see definitely teams on the score sheet. Ipswich has scored at least two goals in five consecutive games. Um, Yeah, it's got to be entertaining, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, surely. Um, East Anglia, Tom, is where it's at norwich i think we'll be able to get something here uh against huddersfield i, I got a couple of angles here so norwich to win 1.65 is is pretty uh pretty obvious we're going to get both teams to score 1.8 um norwich obviously coming off the back of you know a lot of confidence here um with uh, that draw away Ipswich Ipswich, but th- this is mainly regarding Huddersfield, who have had both teams to score in six consecutive matches. Uh, Four of them have been 1-1, which is something I would, of course, take, uh, but shows the fact that they can score and also concede. And, yeah, with Norwich, you know, John Rowe, when there's John Rowe, there's a chance, really. Goal every other game. is averaging this season from the wing, uh, 10 in 20, a real breakout season for him. So, yeah,
0: um, I like Norwich. I like both teams to score. Okay, cool. Uh, Shall we move to League One? Yep. Um, I'll get us kicked off with the game on Friday night, which is Cambridge at home to Exeter. Cambridge price at 1.96 for the victory. Uh, They've done all right since Neil Harris came in a few weeks ago. Uh, Last two games, they've picked up a win at home to Blackpool at home despite having 10 men. So very impressive there. Uh, Drew away to Charlton 2 all and won 4-0 against Fleetwood in the FA Cup. So three good results there for Neil. Um, Exeter, on the other hand, still continuing to struggle, aren't they? Um, They're winless winless away from home in League One since the 2nd of September. Uh, Winless overall since the 16th of September. So generally... A very long losing run, struggling to score goals. Uh, They've just scored one goal since the end of October. So five games there, they scored just one goal. I just think Cambridge are getting that old classic new manager bounce under Neil Harris, strong at home, as we've seen in the last couple of games. And it's kind of the perfect opponent here because Exeter still haven't arrested their decline. Um, So seeing Cambridge at just under even money, quite happy to go for that.
1: feel bad for streaky Lee because I do mate because like I know there's no smoke about fire um you know it's he he has this reputation for a reason and it is happening again at Fleetwood. they've (laughs) they've lost six in a row they traveled to Portsmouth priced at 7.5 to get the win uh Portsmouth for 1.44 and basically we're back in the best team in league one uh they're top of the league they have lost one game all season uh against a team in 22nd that's lost six in a row i don't mean to be prehistoric and lazy with my research but i, I don't know if anyone cares for me to go much deeper than that
0: <laughs> you do um, i can fill another weeks. three minutes yeah.
1: with with crap, but I, I I, I just don't think there's any point to be honest with you. You've done
0: streakily a little bit of a favour as well because they haven't actually scored for any of those six games either. They've lost all six. There you go. They've lost all six. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, not very good. Um, It'd be a, a coupon bus of the highest order, wouldn't it? If, Mm. if the form they're on, they went away, especially to, to Fratton Park and, and turned Portsmouth over. But yeah, Um, Another one for me then, Reading and Wigan. I'm going to go for both teams to score in this particular game. 1.68 is the price, not the biggest, but it is because Reading have had 10 consecutive games, both teams to score across all competitions. So generally where there's Reading, there's goals. We've said it a few times recently in recent weeks on the podcast. Uh, It's been successful. Got to stick with the trend. Um, Wigan themselves have been involved in some Decent games in terms of goals. They lost 3-2 last weekend to to Port Vale away from home. Um, Who's going to win it? Not got a clue, but I think at least both teams will be on the score sheet.
1: Fair enough. Um, I'm pretty tapped out. I don't know if you've got anything else for the profit chases. Uh, I feel like there's so many maybes here that I want to stay away from.
0: Yeah, I was looking at a goals bet of some sort in the Blackpool against uh, Bristol Rovers game. Yeah, So you've either got both teams to score at 1.7 or over 2.5 at 1.72, so two very similar prices. Um, Eight consecutive Blackpool games have been over 2.5 and Bristol Rovers have had six consecutive games both teams to score. So you might be better off potentially going with the overs here at 1.72 but yeah both teams involved in plenty of games recently that have featured lots of goals um so yeah I, I think the overs probably keeps onside Blackpool winning comfortably um they've had a few good three 0 wins at home recently uh, could they get another one potentially but yeah um that'll be the only other one in league one for me
1: yeah okay ready to move into league two
0: uh right, shall we start with Stockport? Yes. And yes. you said last week, you know, we'll give you your your plaudits because you said on the pod Stockport against Sutton last weekend will be the game that reawakens Stockport from their slump. And my God, were they reawakened? They won 8-0. Absolutely hammered Sutton. Um, so fair play to you for picking out such a comprehensive uh, victory there for Stockport. I think they can also get a fairly routine one well, again this weekend. They're at home to Notts County. 1.6 is a price for Stockport. I just think Notts County are so bloody poor. Um, I, I was saying to you, I went to watch Notts County at home to Walsall two weeks ago now, almost. They were diabolical. <laughs> Defensively, a shambles. And we've said it. We said it time and time again on the podcast. Defensively, they are so bad that their manager Luke Williams has come out and said they need defensive reinforcements because they're, they're so bad defensively at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think Stockport, the scoring form they're in, scoring at eight last week, the fact that they've won seven of the last eight games at home, as it is in League Two. Um, and only conceded in one of those games. So they've kept uh, seven clean sheets in their last eight games at home. Yeah, just county are woeful, aren't they? <laughs> just yeah, they're rubbish. No clean sheets in No clean sheets in 10 consecutive games for county. And I think even more concerning, perhaps, they're not just conceding one, uh, they're conceding multiples. So looking at their last six games, they've only conceded one. Uh, sorry, they've conceded. More than one five times in the last six games. So yeah, they're not just conceding one, they're conceding twos and threes. So not good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with Mansfield. Um Mansfield I'm gonna pile on Sutton again. Uh Mansfield are away from home at Sutton, Sutton four point seven five, the is four point two, mansfield one point six one. Obviously coming off the back of the eight nil. We have to mention that, of course. I was doing my research, and I was like, oh, wow. Sutton haven't lost in, like, five home games. Shall I tip up Mansfield? This seems like a hashtag hard place to go. And then I looked at the opposition in these home games. Horsham, Crew, Crew. fair play. They got a 1-1. I respect that. Tranmere, poor. Fylde, non-league. Bradford, poor. Uh, Like, it's not exactly the creme de la creme. And this is a big step up. Mansfield very quietly going about their business in fourth, just doing their thing. I think everyone's talking about Stockport and and Wrexham and Notts County are bad as well, but like Mansfield are there or thereabouts, and they always are. Um, Their away record is great this season. I'd love to see some more wins, but five wins, five draws, one defeat. gives me confidence that they can go away from home and get the job done. It is the second best record in the league, if anyone's interested. And yeah, for me, Sutton, you know, when you break down the entire season, and of course, they're bottom of the EFL right now, so it's not a surprise. um, They have the fifth worst home record in the league, despite, you know, uh, avoiding defeat in the last five. So yeah, I'm going for Mansfield here. Okay, cool. Um,
0: next one for me comes in the Crawley against AFC Wimbledon game. It's a cheeky little bet. We've not really done this one much uh, on the pod, but I like the look of Wimbledon to score in the first half at even money. Um, Crawley do tend to be pretty slow starters. Uh, they've conceded a first-half goal in seven of the last eight games across all competitions. Um mm-hmm so that's the main reason why why i'm going for this particular bet that without a clean sheet in 12 consecutive games of crawley uh, and wimbledon generally in in pretty good scoring form as well at the moment having beat portsmouth in midweek 5-2 away from home so a big statement win for wimbledon there albeit with with rotated size because it's the pizza cup um, and recently they put four past swindon and five past ramsgate in the in the fa cup as well so This is a a Wimbledon side who are in generally good scoring form in the last four games across all competitions. they scored 14 goals. So, against this leaky Crawley side, I think they can get on the
1: score sheet in the first half once again. Love it. Think I'm tapped out for League Two. I don't know if you want to finish it off of anything of your own that you've got. Wrexham! Oh, bloody hell. Apart from Wrexham. Sorry, I missed that off my uh, list. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, it's
0: it's fine. Um, it's not one we're going to spend an awful lot of time on because for me, along with Stockport, they're probably the, the biggest sure bet of, of League Two this weekend. Uh, hopefully not jinxing them by saying that. Uh, 1.38 is the price for Wrexham at home to Newport. Newport without a clean sheet in eight consecutive games. Wrexham, we all know their home format is generally very good. They've won five on the bounce at home. Uh, They've won seven of the last eight. They scored at least two goals in every single home game this season, often scoring three or sometimes four. So, uh, yeah, Wrexham should, you know, if they do as they have, play to type, they'll score at least two, probably three, and that is enough to beat Newport County.
1: Okay. Uh, Let's have a look at last week's treble as we finish off the tips for the weekend so yeah i mean we were a little bit nervous about putting bolton on but we mm. fancied them just based on how great they've been this season they've been absolutely relentless and so reliable but ultimately uh, an early red card and just a bit of a bad performance and probably the second in a row cost the treble as they went down 2-0 at home to bristol rovers uh, it was not comfortable but we did get two other wins in our other legs we got peterborough 1-0 away at fleetwood and we got wrexham 2-1 at home to so colchester i thought that one might be a bit more comfortable but uh we got there in the end and uh yeah obviously that one wasn't a winner this time uh but we're really looking forward to sharing our um sharing our treble for this weekend ahead of uh, a busy schedule, obviously, of of football. They're going to come thick and fast, the trebles.
0: Yeah, it feels like once again, and you probably ain't got it to hand, but it feels like the last six weeks we've lost by one team. It's been very frustrating after going on a run of winners um, to consistently hit the bar and the post. It's been really annoying. Like last weekend's treble... You mentioned Bolton with the first half red card, which kind of put a spanner in it. Wrexham also got a first half red card, and I was thinking,
1: bloody hell, it's going to be one of those days, is it? Yeah, um, you're right, by the way. It is six in a row where we've lost by one team.
0: Yeah, very frustrating. Hmm. Um, we're kind of going for what we hope is a is a banker treble. and We obviously want every treble to be a banker treble, but... This is super bomb-proof, we hope, Um, and the odds do reflect that, but it's Christmas, and hopefully we'll get a little bit of extra Christmas present money. Um, We're going to go for Portsmouth at home to Fleetwood in League 1, and then we're going to go in League 2 for Stockport to beat Knotts County and Wrexham to beat Newport County. So that's Portsmouth, Stockport and Wrexham all to win. The treble pays 2-1. to But the magic of betting with Quiff is that mm-hmm. that has every chance of being supercharged. So whilst it might seem like a shorter price treble uh, on the face of it, if you bet with Quiff, that could well be supercharged to something much, much uh, overpriced, if that English makes sense, which I don't think it does. <laughs> I,
1: we know we know what you mean. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So um, we're going to move on now to twitter before fancy football now the reason i'm bringing it up earlier than normal is to catch those people that turn off after the treble um it's really important to follow us on twitter through the festive period if you still want to get consistent tips we're going to be taking a little bit of a break obviously there's games i think there's four games in 10 days or 12 days or something insane for efl teams and we simply can't do a pod Every single time. So T underscore FB podcast is where you're going to get all of the tips uh, exclusively. They will not be anywhere else. So that's the place to be. And then as we move into fancy football, we got a tweet, Tom, uh, a couple of days ago, I think on Monday uh, from Tags Cricket saying that uh, he tweeted us and said, thank God there's a pod this week. I mean, the top 10 in the fancy league for the first time ever. So I'm looking forward to having my name read out. (laughs) I I can't figure out who it is. Uh, I can't match the name. Uh, We don't have anyone, I don't think, uh, under the name Tags Cricket. But that was nice to receive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, if he wants to give us some tips on how to be (laughs) better at fantasy football, as we always say, then please feel free, Tags Cricket, (laughs) to give us some advice. Um, we'll show we you read out the top 10 so we can get yeah, his yeah, out, whatever right, name man. it might be. Um, yeah. right top 10 from 10 to one is Rachel Mather Callum Lang, Kieran Gentry, Jason Courtney, uh, Ari Nagraha, Ben Hankin Mark Johnston, Ross McCquakerdale, Mike civils and James Ingham currently top with 1086 points. So uh yeah just a quick bit of fun. Out of those ten names, Tom, who do you think is tags
1: cricket? God, I have no idea. Um I'm I'm gonna go for was Ben Hankin in it before. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a green arrow. I reckon it's Ben Hankin. I'm going I'm gonna
0: go for Jason Courtney. Nice.
1: Well, let us know on Twitter tags cricket. Um uh, <laughs> that'd be amazing. But yeah, you can still join the fancy league. Uh, if you'd like if you've got an official team with the fancy Premier League uh, you can join at your rightful spot if you deserve to be 100th you'll be 100th if you deserve to be 10th you'll be 10th etc uh, t underscore fb podcast get in touch on Twitter I'll share the uh, the invite code so you can uh, join us we've got over 300 teams in the league Yeah, of which you are right near the bottom of said 300 teams horrific <laughs> my team um, last week and everything as well We've Got like there's no hiding place yeah i can't talk i'm also bad um it's
0: christmas coming so if you want to be nice to us a little christmas present for the pod we would really appreciate a rating or review a good one please wherever you listen to your podcast whether that's spotify if you can do it on there or apple podcasts um have got plenty of uh, good reviews on, on apple podcasts so if you want to add to the collection we'd really appreciate that one And, yeah, other than that, I think, um, like someone says, follow us on TFB Podcast. Check out quiff at quiff.com. Remember the bet, £10, get £30. Sign-up offer is available for you. And uh, have a good weekend. Most of all, have a good Christmas uh, because we'll be back in a couple of weeks, like Tom mentions. But, yeah, keep keep a check out on Twitter for the tips over the Christmas period.